Welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo, and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of Messy Closet. And again, as always, thanks to Soundtrap and Podbean for helping me to bring you these episodes. And today, I actually want to get into the true meaning behind Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I have called it my passion project, which it is. It is now. I am completely obsessed. But what I didn't tell you was it really came out of like a deep depression from the pandemic because for many years of my life, I said I was a performer. But I've said over and over, yeah, it would be fun to be like on a red carpet and do something, this, that, and the other thing. But um, there's also the part of me that loves sitting in my little studio, in my comfortable clothes, with no makeup on, talking to you guys about things that matter to me from the past. And I know that there's a lot of creators out there on TikTok who do it quickly. And I like them too because they give me some great memories and it sparks a lot of ideas for these podcasts. But I really do wish that there were more Gen Xers who were out there podcasting about their lives because we did all have the same childhood and we all had the same things in our house because like, you know, there was just a few things. There wasn't everything, wasn't all, I guess, as diverse as it is today. But I still loved it and I wouldn't give it up for the world. But back to my depression. So I had like lost my business, lost my money. We were like homeless, living in a camper and everything got repossessed at one point because it was just too expensive to keep up without the two incomes and it was a wreck. So we were living actually in Georgia in Savannah for a while and then moved back home to New York and I was like, "Yes, 2020, this is like the year." And then the pandemic hit and you know, luckily enough, we were able to buy a home, which going from homeless to a home seems like a big stretch, but there were some things, you know, in the works that um, worked out in very good timing. So as I'm going through, you know, these sad moments of, oh my God, you know, I lost my business. What am I going to do with my life now? I was a performer, but I'm not so keen to now try and start that over again even though you know performing being on stage all of that was like the absolute love of my life it's like i've forgotten more than i remember so i felt like a beginner all over again and i thought well i still have my voice so i started this podcast once a week and i would do seasons and then i would take a few weeks off and out of nowhere In August of 2021, I got a message asking me if I wanted to be a panelist on a new podcasting app, which was called Solve. Now, unfortunately, Solve did not take off the way I would have wanted it to, like Clubhouse did or, you know, even like TikTok. And I think it should have. I thought it was a really brilliant 
brilliant method of podcasting where you had 15 or you could extend a podcast to 20 minutes and you could talk about any subject that you liked. Anyone could host, anyone could be a panelist. And it was this beautiful community, but it uh, I don't know exactly know what happened. I think the 2022 market crash with crypto had something to do with it. Oh, it was so sad because it was absolutely brilliant. And I was podcasting with them at least five days a week, if not six sometimes in these 15 minute increments. And I was doing it, like I said, five days a week, but not just that. I was doing four or five, sometimes six of these solves in a day. And sometimes many of them were back to back. I'm like, what's the subject? What are we talking about? But I loved it because that's the way I operate, like at high energy. So when that started to slow down and we realized that solve was not going to continue, sadly, I decided that I was kind of going to honor that by doing a podcast five days a week because they did teach me that I have the ability to not waste my week putting together one podcast when I can literally put together more than one in a week, more than one in a day because I would research all of my solves the same way I research all of my episodes here. So that gave me like a big boost. And I had an old Instagram account, which I can't even remember how to break into it again, but I had it for many years when I was working in fitness and on the advice of a social media expert who happened to be an old friend said to me, you really should think about starting a new account and just start over. And I was like, that's that's just a lot of work. And he's like, just just do it, just trust me. And within two years, it grew to over 3,000 followers, which not bad, I think. I'm proud of it. And there's less than 1,000. There's like 900 and something on Messy Closet's Instagram and maybe only a few hundred on my TikTok account. But no big deal, of course. I would appreciate a follow, and if you do comment, I really do respond, and if you do ask me a question about like New York City in the 70s, 80s, or 90s, I will look up the subject you're asking about, and if I have a relevant story of my own, I will give it to you. So the big thing was I was feeling incredibly, incredibly like nostalgic and just, you know, really missing my childhood, my teen years, for whatever reason. I think a lot of Gen Xers go through that looking at TikTok and seeing how how many things I forgot that other people put out there. I'm like, oh God, I forgot that game. I forgot about those shoes. I forgot about that look, those sweaters, that brand, funny stuff, the makeup, the hair. And I see also so many like Gen Z's really embracing the styles, which I think is fabulous. I really do. I love it. Um, I wish that I still had a lot of my clothes from the 80s, although those wouldn't fit. But I do have a lot of jewelry. I have a pair of earrings that are zippers. I actually have about, I don't know. 20 or so pairs of earrings from the 80s and 90s, along with like necklaces and things that I just happen to keep in my mother's house for all these years and she just like never touched this jewelry box and there's so many treasures in there that I have along with my most prized possession which is Guns N' Roses 
Appetite for Destruction cassette tape that you can still read all of the songs on clearly because I was so careful with this thing and I had to hide it because I was not allowed to have this because the album cover was their skeleton heads on a cross and to my mother that was sacrilegious so I hid it from her and I just got Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 on vinyl for Christmas so I'm gonna have to check out Finding an Appetite for Destruction Oh my gosh, I actually went to see Not In This Lifetime tour. I think it was 2017. It was Hartford, Connecticut. And I actually bought my tickets driving to work that morning on speakerphone. And I was like, no, no, I need to go. And I had these like nosebleed seats in the back, but I did not care. It was an incredible concert. I took tons of pictures. And the one thing that I remember the most from that night is that Slash did a solo and played the Godfather theme. And I never knew the Godfather theme could sound that fucking good, but it was so good. So as all of our bands are coming back, as I'm getting to see Guns N' Roses, Blondie, Garbage, you know, Alanis, I didn't get to see her this summer, but she was playing Blues Traveler. They're doing this tap fest every year at Bethel Woods. There were the Wallflowers last year. I didn't get to see that either because of like logistics and whatnot. But there are so many of our Gen X bands that are coming back and so many of them are coming to Bethel Woods. We've got Robert Plant. We've got Cheap Trick and Rod Stewart. And yeah, he's Gen X and Boomer and so is Robert Plant. But we love this music. This was the music that launched like the 70s rock, the 80s stuff, the 90s stuff, like all the stuff that you hear today. And it's changed. Music has changed so much today from what it was. But back in my day, they stayed true to these like rock roots and blues roots and, you know, all of these things. And that's why I love all of these bands so much. So with that, I just had this overwhelming sense of nostalgia and I had to start a podcast to sort of I don't know, like make myself feel better, make myself happy with these great memories because there were so many. And then looking at the popularity of Stranger Things and how everything from the 80s was making a comeback, how could you not have so many amazing memories come flooding back to you and not share them with the world? So, yeah, there's Messy Closet Podcast on Instagram, and it's just Roseanne Carlo on TikTok, where I do all of the, you know, all of the advertising for this. And you can also find it on my Instagram, Roseanne Carlo. It's all the same. And I'm just so pleased that so many of you are sitting here and and you want to hear what I have to say. And I just wanted to tell you that for me, Bringing you so much of what I loved growing up with brings me so much joy. And knowing that almost 30,000 downloads later, some of you, so many of you still enjoy this and, and feel the same way and like hearing my stories. So this is really a spiritual journey post to tell you that I know things get really tough. Believe me, I have been through some hard stuff, but If you can lose everything and then still come back and find a way, even if you're not making a a living at it yet, but you can find a way to unbreak yourself 
and give yourself a new life related to the field that you loved so much, but in a way where you are comfortable and happy and you feel that you are at your peak, the top of your own game, I think that that's a huge jump in the spiritual journey, a huge life lesson. And the reason for this podcast today is to give you the Monday motivation of if you want to start something, start it. It's never too late. You're never too old. I started the aerial arts in my 40s. And although I don't post as much as I used to about it, I still can flip upside down and, you know, do these circus tricks. Not as great as the 20-year-old's but I'm almost 50 and I can still do it. So it's never too late to put on your roller skates, pick up a paintbrush, learn to play the guitar. You know, it's never too late to do any of these things. And us Gen Xers, we're so young at heart. We have the youngest spirits in the world. We don't know how to act our age because when our parents were our age, we kind of thought they were old and boring. And we, I think collectively, without communicating it with each other, thought, oh, we can't be old and boring like that. And I'm not saying, not trying to be mean. It's just, that's kind of how we thought when we were kids. Like millennial kids and the Gen Zs, they want like parents, like adults. You know, my nieces always like would want me to like play a a board game with them. We never asked our parents to do that. So I find it so strange how, you know, we were we just played on our own but these kids are like oh come play with us come play with us like i never even thought to ask my parents that and i know a lot of us say yeah we were left to our own i did not mind i will say it again i loved it i loved my alone time with my imagination and you know just kind of hanging out and chilling but that's just part of who i am other people might have wanted more attention i just think that the the difference it makes me it makes me laugh but If you want to do something, take that youthful spirit and make it happen. Like, don't be afraid because I will be honest, the more downloads that I get on this podcast, the more afraid I get to do it every day because (laughs) I feel like, okay, at some point, someone's going to come at me with something. Someone's going to come at me with, you know any kind of like hate and I'm like oh god am I gonna be able to like really take this am I gonna be able to have a bunch of like millennials or gen z's coming at me calling me like an old lady that should just stop talking probably not (laughs) but we'll see what happens I do like to answer questions I do like to you know I guess communicate with everyone and and understand everyone that's like a big thing I really do want to understand what the fuck everybody is thinking but that's to me the spiritual journey, at least in in my case. We've been through so much in 50 years with changes in everything from black and white television to smart TVs, from rotary phones to smartphones, that I'm still trying to catch my breath because I still think it is, you know, 1993, but it's not. That was 30 years ago and that blows my mind because I still feel that youthfulness. And I think that that's a lot of Gen Xers. We really still have maintained that youthful spirit. And I, for one, love it. I, for one, wish that everyone out there who has that youthful spirit will find it. 
because that's a big part of getting over like any sort of trauma, any sort of depression, any sort of anxieties. If you can find what you've loved in your childhood and embrace it, and if you can turn it into something like I've turned this podcast into, you know, more power to you because self-help is the best help. This is what I have learned in my 47 years of life is the person that's going to help you the most is you. And you're the one that knows what's going to pull you out of your funks. And for me, it was doing something entertaining in a way that I felt comfortable and talking about things that I loved. And the moment that I thought to start a podcast, I thought, you're crazy and no one's going to listen. And I just started talking about, like I said, what I loved. And this one day, I looked at the downloads on my Podbean app and I went, ooh, 501 downloads. This is awesome. And overnight, I had 12,000 downloads. I have no idea what happened, what went down, how that happened, where the popularity came from. But it proved to me that what I was doing was not a vanity project, but in fact, a passion project. And I believe that anyone out there who does believe in the spiritual journey would connect to what I am saying. And I'm coming up with some new programming. So Tuesdays are now True Crime Tuesdays and Thursdays are now Conspiracy Theory Thursdays because those are two subjects that I am obsessed with. And there's been conspiracy theories since the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. We're talking Roswell, JFK, all of that, plus stuff that we heard in the 70s, 80s, 90s, all of that. So I'm going to hit on so many of those. And with the true crime stuff, especially a lot of things that happened when I was a teenager were just mind-boggling. They just blew my mind. So I want to get into all of these things and really, you know, honor the people who are affected by these conspiracy theories, by these true crimes, because we can't just talk about them without honoring the lives of those involved. Again, part of the spiritual journey. So with that, I am leaving you with the Monday motivation to take your own spiritual journey into your own hands and find what brings you joy spark that joy and do something like start your social media account about what you love if you can and and you have the ability to or the or the drive and the passion to start a podcast and start talking because there's probably a lot of people out there that think that I'm insane and maybe that's the only reason they listen to this and I appreciate you guys so much more than you ever know because what happens is when you go through things and, and the world went through the pandemic together, that collective energy, it just dropped to such a low level. And 2021 was a recovery year, someone told me. And 2022 to me was a very revealing year. But 2023, 2023 needs to be a victory year, a victorious year, 
a year where everything that you have been putting aside because of the pandemic, putting aside because we had to find a new normal, putting aside because other things were more important. No, the the year is now. This is the victory year. This is the year that you make all your goals and dreams happen. Because even if you're not the biggest success in the world, you're the biggest success in your own world. And that's the part of the spiritual journey that I think has hit me the most because watching so many people lose family members, losing their own lives in the pandemic, losing their homes, losing so much jobs, security, all of it, but watching the wealthy and elite go on like there was no problem in the world, it puts so much into perspective that, yeah, okay, they can have no change to their life truly when big major things happen, but the rest of us do. So I'm not looking for the victories of the rich and famous. I'm looking for the victories in my own world to just carry myself through with the things that I want, the things that I need, the things that make me feel like me. And one of those things is this podcast. But I feel like had I not tapped into that spiritual side of me and really listened when I was struggling with taking the chance to start Messy Closet, I wouldn't be here today talking to you guys. And I just, again, am so grateful to all of you. I know that this podcast went a little bit off the rails, but again, this is my special brand of crazy and insane. I do hope that you enjoy it. And I do hope that you write to me and let me know what you want to hear about because there's so much from all of these decades. Every day of every year had something crazy happen. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you think and what you want to know. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Messy Closet. And don't forget to keep art and love alive. <laughs>